I just said I realized today if you say anything with a German accent, it sounds intimidating. I was talking to one of my staff members and penis, he, and he, he, he that's <laughs> not German. That's not German. German. <laughs> that was more southern. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no good at the German accent. Germany. Tony's good tug, y'all. Good Duggan. Penis. Heilvina. Heilvina. Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Presented by Memphis Shades. Clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. I'm just choking on a pube over here. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> How'd you pick that up? Was it a penis? <laughs> uh, no. No, it was not. <laughs> I'll name it Curly. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to get lodged back there, I can tell you that. <laughs> not a good feeling. Getting stuck in your console. Can't get it out. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Tonight, um, you guys might notice, if you're listening to the podcast, that we are going to be missing one member, uh, Weapon Anna Mike is no longer with the five dirty bikers podcasts. Uh, Mike has left the podcast for personal reasons. And we would ask that you guys would all respect his privacy during this time as we move forward and um, have the podcast for a bit with four of us. And uh, we will begin our search for a fifth, another fifth dirty biker. So bear with us for a while. There's going to be four of us. We will continue on and move forward. And uh, we hope that you continue to listen, support us, and enjoy everything that we bring to you guys. And are, are we going to have some tryouts after FDBM? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we should. Uh, we should have some tryouts. We should have some uh, calisthenics. Maybe uh, run some laps. Do some push-ups. <laughs> the treeouts. Lift some weights. Yeah, lift some weights. You know, I don't know about all that. That sounds aggressive. I'll do twelve ounce <laughs> curls. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you're doing right now with that blue moon. Just blue taking a piss moon. for me is like going to the gym. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> just give me a little drip. <laughs> just a little drip. Daddy just needs a drip. <laughs> Did the doctor tell you not to lift anything heavy, Tony? Yeah. Why are the veins <laughs> popping out in your neck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Well, today everybody we're going to be talking about I think I think Tony's going to be the the shining starfish in this in this episode. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Keeping your shit tight. <laughs> we're going to talk about cleaning our motorcycles, what we do to clean our bikes, uh what we use and I guess uh, we're going to kick things off with I got a question for you Tony. Well, I got a question for everybody first off. How many times a year do you give your bike a full wash? Well, if you Ooh. keep your shit tight, you don't have to do that because <laughs> your bike's clean anyway. I so mean, you don't, you don't, you don't give your bike a full wash. I think the, the the last time I actually had to break down and actually give my bike a full wash is when uh, we rode out to Red River Gorge and we rode through this mountain. There's like a fucking, it's a tunnel through a mountain that's just carved out of stone, and it was dripping this shit water. 
<laughs> all on us as we rode through it. And when I got out, my bike looked like it had been in the mud. And when I got home, there was no amount of quick mist or quick wash that was going to help it. It ha- I had to get the hose out, which was very devastating. <laughs> <laughs> was this on your slim, Tony? Yeah, no, this that was actually on my iron. Oh, okay. So, so you've back. owned you've owned two bikes that since then that you've never even hosed down. No, I keep my shit tight, dude. <laughs> Jesus, no, you keep your shit unridden if you have. No, I broken no, up. I keep my shit tight. <laughs> Dust, Dustin witnessed the routine. As soon as we pulled in the garage, the rag in the F11 came out. Mm, with a twinkle in his eye. Yes. Well, I mean, damn, if you only run uh, a gas station when it's not raining, then you probably don't get much on there. Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> now, I was saying with the rain, uh, there has been an occasion where I had to. I'm not going to say I broke out the fucking mitt or anything like that, but it was hosed down and and dried off because of water spots. Nobody likes I, those. those are I wash mine after every long trip I go on. So if I go camping or anything like that, like when I when I came back from um, Illinois from seeing Dustin, that was pretty much what I did um, right away. The next day was what, you know, took my bags off, washed my whole bike top to bottom. Um, so, yeah, if I go on any any trip or especially around here um, during like there's a couple times a year when the bugs get really, really bad and uh, you have to have to clean them off, especially now since I have that. I don't know what it is, man. That uh, that moon's MC front headlight is bright as hell and the bugs are just super attracted to that thing. So going right. So, Mary, how do you deal with all the fuck bugs down in Florida? Oh, Lord, have mercy. So to answer Dustin's question first and then I'll answer yours. So as far as doing a full wash job on my bike i probably only do that two or three times a year which yeah it needs it really bad right now because my road is total shit right now but as far as love bugs go there's a trick that floridians know to get them off and that is to dampen a dryer sheet and rub it on there it sounds like it would be abrasive but it's totally not and the stuff that's in a dryer sheet breaks that bug gut stuff down and you just wipe it and rinse it off it actually works you know, if, if you use proper preventative maintenance, you don't have to do a full wash. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, right now I need a lot of maintenance on my bike. It's what, what Tony's meaning by the love bug preventative maintenance is don't ride your bike for a month during love bug season. During love bug season. Fuck you, don't have that. you know, no, but bugs suck. I mean, we have bugs here and I mean, you know, those, yeah. the bug guts are hard to deal with. How about you, Dustin? You you do a pretty pretty decent like take your bike down and take it apart and get it nice and clean pretty re- pretty regularly, don't you? Not not real regular. I mean, this this year's different because I haven't ri- I haven't really been riding that much. Heck, I thought I'd ride more this year than I did last year, but I actually rode more last year than I did this year. But you know, with the the two month absence, sure. You know, I, I of course I haven't touched it, but. I would say like, you know, to end, to end a riding season, I'll always wash it before I put it underneath the sheet. And then maybe it, it's depending on how dirty it gets on a ride, but I would say three, four tops a year. The rest is just, you know, getting out the the other cleaning products I have and just getting raindrop, you know, like the dirty rain that's gotten on the bike, just wiping that off or whatever. But for the most part, my bike does stay pretty clean. Did you say putting it under a sheet? Yeah, like a cover. Okay. In the winter. See, you don't know anything about that, Mary, all year, riding all year. I don't. Ride whatever you want. 
I don't. I was like, she like does he clean it and then put a sheet over it to keep the dust off of it? That's what I well, thought you meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, it, when she well, rides in the garage for a while, she gets dusty. Yeah, it does get dusty. Got to cover that bitch up. So, so Tony, tell tell everybody what your routine is for your bike. Well, first of all, I'm going to say if you have the proper amount of wax on your bike, at least <laughs> ten or fifteen coats, shit <laughs> usually Christ. just slides off. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, let's just actually do a cleaning routine because uh, like me, for instance, I can't wax my bike. Why not? Because I have the paint that can't be waxed. Oh, you got got the denim paint. Denim paint can't be waxed. It cannot be waxed. No. No no Danielson wax on, wax off for me. Mm, That would be (laughs) a situation. <laughs> Tony will never have a denim. Bike. How are you, how are you supposed to get the proper amount of water beating if you can't wax? Tony, I don't I don't beat my water like you do, Tony. Mm. <laughs> Tony, your iron was denim. It was denim. I, I went through gallons of denim spray shit. I forgot <laughs> who made it. I think it was Wizards made some. Uh, and yeah, and the thing. I found I don't know if Ryan's found out what if his did it, but the black it once when it scarred it was there you couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, the the, the paint you know I only have a couple spots of my bike that have marks on it, but I found the denim paint to be f- fairly resilient. I mean I don't have any I have more marks on the front of my forks from road debris than I do on my denim paint for anything. That's, that's a real, I mean, that's real. Hmm. I mean, my forks are, if I would say that there's anything that Harley has a weakness on their like paint jobs or whatever right now, their front forks, the powder coating on their front forks, it's not great because if you actually do ride your bike, they, they get pitted pretty easy. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. get, they get banged up pretty good. They do. It's it's, it's a sore spot. Mm -hmm. It, It gives me anxiety. So what do you do, Tony? What do you do for your keeping your shit tight? I use, uh, what is it, Wizard's Quick Detailer a lot. I use F11 quite a bit. And then I use the S100 Carnuba Paste Wax because it doesn't leave a residue when you, you know, when you go to wipe it off, it doesn't leave all that white powder shit everywhere. Okay. It comes clean. So that's usually the stuff I do. When I get done riding, I pull it in and I... I spray it down with either F11 or that uh, that Wizard's Quick Detailer and just microfiber the whole thing down. So do you spray, let it set, and then microfiber? Or do you yeah, spray sections yeah, I, at a time? I, I, I spray sections at a time, and I, I get it really wet because if there's any dust or grime on there, if you just wipe it off with a bare towel, you're going to scratch your shit. Okay. So I, I spray it, get it pretty wet, and then wipe it off. And do you use uh, um, any type of like toothbrush or? No, or, uh, no. I just use just microfiber towels. I no, buy Q, my, no Q-tips or anything like that? No, no, nothing like that. I'll tell you no. my, my weak spot on the bike are the wheels. I, I, I don't clean the wheels as much as I should because they are a little funky, but I, it's just, it's a lot of work. The wheels suck. Wheels, the wheels suck do all suck. The way around. Wheels yeah. suck bad. And that's probably when I need to break out the hose and the actual soap is for the wheels because I do let those get pretty funky before sure. I tackle them. Sure. Dustin, have you ever used a, like a, one of those foaming sprays? Because I've seen this on some videos where people like foam their whole bike and then they spray it down. Have you ever used anything like that? 
I haven't, but I was considering it because I think I think the I don't know if you guys ever heard of the product called NextGen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I use that. I, I was big on F11, but this NextGen came out. It's 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 actually really it's a ceramic spray, and it's a lot like F11, but they claim it has more silo, silicon dioxide in it than any other product on the market. It works really well. I like it. I've used it on my car, my wife's car, um, my bike, of course. But I think they sell some sort of wash that that foams. Oh, wait a minute. Or am I thinking of the? Uh, no, they I'm make a of, fucking gun, don't they? That you use? Yeah, the, yeah. The, they, the hose. Yeah, they do. But are are you talking more, Ryan, of, of like the S and S? What is it? No, wait a minute. Uh, what's it called? S one hundred. I don't. You know, I, I honestly, that's that was a question of mine. I don't know. I've seen I've seen it on videos, and I've seen people do it where you, they they spray their whole bike. I mean, the whole thing is covered in white foam. Yeah, and yeah. then it sets a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a gun that's on the front oh. of the hose, and then yeah. it sets a little bit, and then they you spray it off with water and towel it down, and your bike's clean. No, no, I've never used that. I've used the S one hundred though. It's a foaming spray. You can clean the okay. whole bike with it, but you have to be real, real fast with it. Like as soon as you spray it on, you gotta you gotta hose it off. What what does it do? Any would it do any damage to it, or or no. why do you have to hose it off right away? Did I you guess. All hear that? No, what no. happened? Okay, just making sure. He probably shit his <laughs> pants. <laughs> move, move ahead. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like you can't let it. If you let it sit on there too long, it dries and. Oh okay. Gets funky. Yeah, it gets funky. So you have to be like you have to have that hose ready by the time you're done. And my hose is always ready, so I mean that's mm. fine. Shit. <laughs> if you, you know, if you, want- you all talk about me keeping my shit tight. If I remember it, the first meetup that we went to, Ryan reached into his uh, saddlebags there and pulled out uh, cleaner and towels immediately and was wiping his shit down. Yep, I did. He, I, did, I, he I, didn't trailer his bike to the meetup though. <laughs> I didn't have a gas <laughs> leak. God damn it! How's <laughs> dealing with the bad gas leak? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I. I use uh, um, Wizards, and actually, I use Wizards because Tony recommended it, and and I also use um, Bugslide, and uh, I found that to be really good because Bugslide, I, I use it on my helmet visor. Um, they make a travel kit that's really great. Um, you know, that you spray that stuff on, let it set for a minute, and then they come, they have a microfiber towel kit that comes with it. Wipe it down, and that that's usually my in between clean. And then if I'm riding on the regular, I probably wash my bike every two weeks. But that's because it's getting, you know, I mean, funky. I, I yeah, I, I, it gets pretty funky. And and just this year, I purchased a Brush Hero. And I actually made a video about me cleaning the bike. And that Brush Hero is really great for cleaning tires and wheels and that kind of wheels specifically, not your tires, but your wheels. Have you tried um, it on your Starfish? Um, <laughs> well, they do make a they do make a, a a really firm bristle brush, and they also make a soft bristle brush. So you know, I mean, if you wanted to, you probably could. You know, soft hmm. one might not chafe. Is that made by Manscaped? <laughs> is, that a, is that a Manscaped product? It is not a manscape product. The, was that the video where you were slow motioning with the water in your beard? So the day that I made that video, I did. Uh, I was washing my bike, but that's got to be a very good tool for washing spokes. Yeah, that's, it's. I need something for that bag. Great, but that's why I was asking you, Dustin, about that foaming stuff because I use the um, that purple spray. What what was that called again, Tony? The stuff in the purple. The the wizards, um, the wizards, yeah, it comes in a purple con- 
for purple jug or whatever. I spray that on like a pre-wash and then I use that spray. But that's why I was asking about that foam because I thought that would be a great tool to use for uh, cleaning wheels if you foamed it and then use that brush hero on your wheels. Because you know what? Those turbine wheels on the um, 17, 18, and 19 baggers before they change the wheel size, those things are a bitch to clean. They are hideous to clean. Yeah. And I think are, your your are. mantis wheels probably aren't very much fun either, Dustin. Uh, yeah, they're 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 kind, they're kind of a bitch to clean too. Um, I, what I what I'll do uh. like all, all all the metal stuff like the like all the chrome parts. I'll use a. This is usually what I put the bike away for the year. I'll use a was a Blue Magic metal polish cream. Okay. And I'll usually get both sides of the wheels and the primary because it's chrome and all that stuff. And that stuff works really, really well. And it you use you a- magic cream on your bike? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's like Smurf Spunk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what about, what about when you guys actually wash your bike? Okay, so what do you use when you break out the hose and you're going to wash your bike? When you're physically going to use water on your bike, what do you use then? Go I just ahead. use um, deodorant. Go, go no, go ahead. <laughs> deodorant. I said I just use detergent like Dawn. <laughs> is what well, I, I use. I had some pink, um, like Meguiar's car wash for a while that I was using. I think I might be out of it now. I'll have to look, but um, that and then um, the Meguiar's quick detailer mist that you can just mist on there, and wipe off. I was introduced to that recently, so been using that that shit works really well so you have spoked wheels on your bike too don't you mary yeah yeah how do you find them a pain in the ass to keep clean oh yeah (laughs) yeah they suck they really do but they look good they do i like them i'm a big fan of spokes just not cleaning them so what what do you use tony when you you said you use like i I just use regular dish soaps the dish fuck (laughs) (laughs) floor <laughs> to the head really fucked me up today i'm gonna to tell you i just use dish soap because if i'm gonna break out the hose and do all that it's gonna get a wax anyway so i'm not worried about preserving the wax on the bike because it's gonna get a fresh a fresh coat okay but i do use a like a yard blower to dry it off i don't yep. dry it off with towels i use oh yeah blower. that's that's the best quickest way to do it so efficient yeah, it is yep I do the same thing. I, I have one of those mitt things or whatever. And uh, I use, I just use like standard Dawn dish soap because it's, you know, it's not, a, use, a, yeah. yeah, it's a non-abrasive soap. I think it does a good job. But the thing I like about like a Dawn dish soap and, and, and people might laugh about this, but Dawn has a degreaser in it. So if yeah. you have any road grease or any shit like that on your bike, Dawn is actually a very good cleaner for getting that crap off your bike. And you can even clean little ducks with it. I've I was seen just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. You can clean ducks. Yep. It's gentle. You it's gentle. It. Yep. You can clean your chode, your starfish, everything with it. It's fine. Mm. It's gentle. Yeah. You can even get right up in there and it's And non-toxic. like you said, it's degreaser too. So it really <laughs> helps in the nether regions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get some nice and squeaky clean, or or you can just use the Manscaped crop duster, and uh, and that really does. Oh, the crop mop! That's what it is. The crop mop. That thing is. Those things are great. Man, you smell like a lumberjack when you get done. Like fresh cut cedar. It's amazing. Mm. It is. It is. You you get it. You can get it in all your places with those things. Those little those those man wipes that they make. That they're the they're the real deal. Oh, dude! I came in from mowing the grass the other day, and yeah. 
I was a little funky. <laughs> I grabbed one of them mops, tried them out. I was like, man, my, my pits are smell like gas, <laughs> but my nether regions smell divine. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, have you tried any of the crop mops? I have not. Yet. I haven't opened. I would say yet. I'd say they go either way. I mean, it's yeah. either. I'll try them and report back. Tell you yep. what, I like is that foot deodorant. I haven't you tried, tried that, that yet. stuff yet. Yeah, man. Spray a little bit on your feet after a shower. Throw some socks on. I need to go like Ooh. douse my son's feet in that when he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> because damn. <laughs> oh. Going back to washing the bike, I I swear by the the Harley Sunwash bike soap. Oh, okay. It's 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 fairly inexpensive for something with an HD label on it. It's like yeah. seven bucks for a bottle of it, and it'll last me. I've had a bottle last me three years. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn. You I'll can wa- you, you can wash your bike, and the, the one of the things that's cool about it is you can wash your bike directly in the sun with it on some other soaps that they've made before couldn't do that so where i primarily wash my bike i'm usually in the sun so i mean it does a great job you know hd stuff i did find that their wrinkle black cleaner brightener or whatever Mm -hmm. they sell shit works amazing if you have any wrinkle black shit on your bike oh okay does that does that kind of revive it a little bit tony so it doesn't look like it starts like gray out a little bit and gets dull that shit i mean it looks brand new when you get done with it and it's super easy to use yeah okay well there you go so they they do have some things that that don't uh that aren't super expensive and don't you know don't suck too bad they actually yeah no that's actually a a really good product because with my iron i had my engine was starting to get a little dull and I, I used that, and man, it looked brand new afterwards. I was amazed. I was like, hmm. "Shit, this actually works." Nice. So yeah, that and you know another thing I use too on the windshield and on my helmet is that clean stuff from Memphis Shades. Oh, mm. absolutely. Yep, that stuff is amazing. Yep. Yeah. What I like about that is uh, once your once your shield is your you know your. Um, fairing and windshield are clean if you use that memphis shade stuff it gets all the streaks and everything out of it so it's really like really nice looking it kind of brings it back your visors too yeah yeah it brings it back to that new look yeah and it's good it's water repellent too yeah it's like rainx on your windshield mary are you still sporting a windshield I am. I love my Memphis Shades windshield, y'all. I really do. I, She's a convert. She's been converted. I, I know I have converted. It literally has helped me ride further. It. it, it, it I was. Tiring. I was the same way, Mary. I was like, I'm not putting a damn windshield on my bike. I'm not doing yeah. it. And yeah. I put it on there, and I was like, I'll never take it off. Okay, Mary. So you've said before that you've had shoulder problems and neck problems, right? Yeah. So do you feel like this has relieved that pressure from your upper body and your neck when you're riding? Um, not a hundred percent, but yes, a whole lot. Like literally before, like at 150 miles, I would just be dying. Like my shoulders and my neck would hurt so bad. And now shit, I've gone 250, 300 miles with that windshield on. Nice. Yeah, it's made a considerable difference in my riding. It really does. So if you don't have a windshield, go check out Memphis Shades. It's great stuff. Yep. We highly recommend it here at the Five Dirty Bikers. 
my Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5DirtyBikers.com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member. So we had a we had a Discord question that asked us about motorcycle security. Mary, do you want to read that question? Yeah, sure. Let me get it pulled back up here. Motorcycle security. So this question comes from Heathen Biker. We had kind of brought this up last time, um, but um, I don't think we quite understood what he was getting at. So he left us another comment in the Discord, and it said he's asking about security and anti-theft when you're out riding. He said, for example, when you end up having to stay in a shady area for a night or you happen to live in a bad part of town like I did in North Minneapolis, are there options to secure your motorcycle when a garage or safe parking is not available? Sure. Yeah. I mean, d- does anybody ever use the the four clock that comes yes. standard on a bike? Mm-hmm. I have. Yep. Yeah, I do so, too. And I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. Let's quantify this in the very beginning for Heathen Bikers question. If a thief wants your bike, they're going to get, gonna it. get it. Right. There's because, you know, just like if anybody knows, if you watch a video from a couple of years ago, um, Army One was parked in Sturgis and what they think. Yeah. What they think happened was somebody pulled up in basically a full size conversion van and guys just lifted his bike up and put it right in the van and closed the doors and drove away. That was Daytona Bike Week. Oh, Daytona Bike Week. That's where it was. There you go. I'm sorry. Don't not not Sturgis Daytona. But so, you you know, quantify security for motorcycles. If they want your bike, they're going to steal it. There's nothing you can do. There's no amount of security unless you're standing there with a gun. That's going to stop a thief from taking your bike. Yeah. You can prevent it. You can. That's the reason I have insurance, you know, and I mean, that's kind of the thing I'm with. A lot of the times, like. I'd rather them just take the bike clean and instead of having it locked up or something, them fuck it up trying to get it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Which, which could, you know, to me, that's worse. I mean, I have, you know, we all have insurance hopefully, but yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. the reason I have insurance on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to get stolen, you know, but no, nobody wants that to happen. But just like what Ryan said, if somebody wants it, they're, they're going to get it no matter what. Yeah. And, and there's a couple things like Tony said, the fork lock that comes standard, which just, you know, keeps your keeps your front forks locked in, in one position. So they can ride around circles. Yep. The Indian Scout that I had did not have that feature. It, it didn't, didn't have a fork lock. That's because nobody wants it that. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. I don't know about the other Indian motorcycles, but the Scout that I had did not have a fork lock. Okay. Yeah. Do, do all of you all have sirens on your bike? No, I, no, mine no. doesn't. Mine doesn't have an alarm. It's just, it just like the the lights go ape shit. But that's about it. Yeah, right. mine has that safety, but it doesn't have the beep beep thing or whatever. I don't have yeah. an actual no. alarm. No, yeah. mine you, doesn't have it. Either. The other thing that's that's pretty good is a uh, um, a brake lock. Mm-hmm. So it goes through, you know, goes through your rotor on your brake. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to remember to take that fucker off, otherwise yeah. you're going head over the <laughs> heels and head off. And- yeah. <laughs> That'll, that'll fuck your bike up real quick if you don't take that off. Mm-hmm. Um, I know so, that Kryptonite makes that fucking huge, like, lock. Yeah. it. I mean, it's fucking supposedly, like, no brake proof. You know, they can't. Nobody can get in it. But right. 
I mean, it's a big motherfucker, man. It looks like something Mr. T would wear around his neck. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty hefty. I saw, I, I saw something on Amazon today that I had never seen before, and this is a motorcycle throttle handlebar lock by oh, yep. Aerofast. Yep. I had never seen that before. I don't know if y'all can see that or not. I know our audience mm. can't see it, but literally it just clamps over your throttle and yep. your brake and locks everything in place. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's I've great for those. keeping, you know, keeping somebody from actually riding your bike off. But yeah. like Ryan said, if, if somebody's going to get your, if somebody wants that bike bad enough, they're going to end up with it. Like yeah. they could, they could have a crew of, you know, three or four people that could just lift the fucker up, put it in a, the back of a truck. But yeah. right. no, I the mean, only- st- stuff like that's that more than likely if somebody's going to take your bike, they're not going to have a crew. Right. Yeah. The only other thing I would say to to answer Heathen Biker's sketchy neighborhood thing, and um, I know people still do this, and I know we did it when I lived in Southern California. If you have no choice but to stay in a sketchy neighborhood, <clears throat> and I'm not talking about living there. If you're traveling and you're trying to save money and you're staying in a sketchy hotel. If you're right in the room by the hour, it's considered sketchy. Not that sketchy. Hold on. Just, <laughs> just wait a second. You'll see where I'm going with this. Don't rent a motel or a hotel. Rent a motel and try to get a room on the ground floor. So if anybody knows the difference, motels have doors that enter from the outside. There's no inside hallways, right? Mm-hmm. So you rent a motel on the ground floor. You open up the door. You drive your bike right into your room. There you go. Close the door, and it's right in the room with you. We did that all the time when I lived in California. Um, when we traveled, um, that was standard practice in Southern California. You rented a motel, drove that fucker right into the room, and there's still places you can do that now. You know, and if you're worried about whatever, you know, get get a couple pieces of uh, you know cheap or not a couple pieces of cheap. Find some cardboard that you can bring in there, so you're not fucking up the carpet in the hotel room. But if you're renting a motel in a cheap neighborhood, yeah, you're you're not likely to have a problem. But (laughs) that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty foolproof way of having any problem if you're staying in a sketchy neighborhood is to bring your bike right in the room with you. And what about just keeping it in line of sight if you don't have that option? Yep, you know, to where you can actually see it from your room. Yep, Mm -hmm. and And when we. Yeah, that's what we did when we were traveling, uh, um, Jason and I, when we were traveling to um, MMM two years ago, is we stayed in a pretty sketchy place in Omaha, and uh, there was literally a homeless family on the front the front step of the room, the hotel we were staying in, and we found, we had a... Um, we found the parking lot that went around and found the window that was by our room. We parked our bikes right by that window, and um, we... Uh, we kept the the window open so we could hear if anybody was fucking with our bikes. And in fact, when we, when we left in the morning, we took the screen off the window and passed everything out to the person outside to the window to pack our bikes up. So here's another option. Like you were talking about kind of keeping an eye on your bike. Um, There is literally this thing on Amazon that is $17 and it's called the WSD cam 113 decibel bike alarm wireless vibration motion sensor and um, Desiree wind road therapy had showed me this a while back and I think part of it went under her seat or something but it's got an alarm so when you walk off from your bike you set the alarm and if somebody touches it or rocks it or whatever that alarm goes off so that would be another thing that you know it's just kind of a deterrent number one but if you are in a hotel and you can't keep a constant visual on your bike, obviously, because at some point you have to sleep. Um, that would be another thing that would, you know, wake you up if it's right outside your room. 
I've also I've also heard of people uh, burying one of those Apple geotags in their bike. Yeah. And so they, that's a they, great thing now. Yeah, man. Yep. You can bury one of those in your bike where, uh, where it would be pretty difficult. They'd have to pretty much strip it to find it. And, uh, um, that, that would be an easy way to, for, for motorcycle recovery. So, or if you catch somebody in the act, hopefully you're packing some heat <laughs> <laughs> or packing some meat. Either way, you'll, you, you got them. <laughs> could be pointing something at him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you point the wrong thing at him. He might come running at you with open arms. <laughs> it's found like a donut. <laughs> Look either way, you. either way, he's not stealing your bike anymore. <laughs> stealing something else. Stealing your virtue. Gross. I don't have any of that left. <laughs> and there it is. And there it is. Do we have any other Discord questions besides that, or is that the only one we were going to address? I think that address? was pretty much it. So yeah. I'm going to roll into FDBM stuff. Yeah. Before we do that, let's let's talk about one thing. Has everybody here tried like a ceramic cleaning product, polish, whatever? It's only like you you've had an F11. Have you tried anything else? I have not because I I I ordered a few bottles of that shit, and I was expecting it to not last as long as it has. It's like it 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 keeps on giving. Yeah. So hopefully I run out of it soon, but I don't see it happening because you really don't need a lot of it. No, you don't. Like some of the other stuff. The the, the finish is so slick when you get done with that. Though, yeah. Too. The only thing with the F11, I will say, it doesn't keep that slickness very long. I mean, you got to reapply. It doesn't like hold for weeks. It'll, but when you first do it, the shine is just, it's, it's impressive, especially yeah. on a black bike. And they uh, do that, make F11 for uh, um, the denim paint too, don't they? I do not know that. You can use it on denim paint. Okay. Yeah. You can use it on leather. You can use it on chrome, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I, I use it on everything on the bike, except for the windshield. I use that Memphis Shade stuff. Yeah. But I did I did try because I had a little bit of F11 left when I, had, when I got some of that next gen. And I did half the tank with F11. I did half the tank with next gen. The next gen was actually slicker. Was it? It's got, it's got more of that. Was that? What did I say? That silicone. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. Ceramic something. Yeah. I think it was actually. It's got more of the slick stuff in it. Yeah. It was actually. It was actually it won like product of the year for ceramic coatings this year, and some I don't know who it was that that gave it you know best ceramic coating or whatever. But I mean I like both, but they're especially the F11 it's pretty pricey it's about it's it's 50, expensive 50 60 dollars for a 16 ounce bottle yeah but it does last a long time i will say yeah, it that does. it it, it does. lasts a, a real long time what's the yeah. premise behind the ceramic coating can you can you tell me that fuck dude i don't know it's ceramic <laughs> it's like a layer of protection it's almost okay, like okay so wax. it just almost yeah. like a wax then yeah almost yeah okay okay cuz i've used like just the turtle wax carnauba wax it kind of does the same thing. Gotcha. It's just a layer of protection. You can you can put as many layers of it on as you want. Okay. I mean, I've done three after a wash before. And it looks good. It just, the F11 more in particular really attracts a lot of dust. It does attract dust. I found it does that a little bit better than the next gen, but I mean, I like both products. 
Next well, gen, you get you get less. You now. get less. You get less in a bottle, so it in, it ends up actually being around the same price because you get you get about you get half of what you get with a bottle of F11. But usually, when you buy the F11 kit, they give you what a microfiber and a small travel size bottle. Yeah, and those dude, I found those microfibers. I buy the bulk shit off Amazon. I get like 50 <laughs> you go to of Costco them. and buy yeah. buy them in the, by the thousands. because what happens after you use them? If they get any shit in that towel, you're gonna scratch the fuck out of your bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually those are like a one and done. That's what I do. I wipe my bike off with them and throw them away. Well, Tony's on one end of the spectrum, like washing his bike like crazy. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> eh, it, it, it'll be okay. <laughs> I'm lazy when it comes to it'll, washing my bike. It'll still run. Yeah. <laughs> it'll do. Hey, you're not alone there, Mary. There's there's a lot of people that, uh, Bri the Biker, one of the friends of our podcast and in our Discord, he he doesn't wash his bike either. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't that don't wash their bikes very often. There's going to be a lot of people that say, well, the more time you spend washing, the less time you you spend riding. I I understand that, but we all don't get the luxury to go out and ride whenever we want. If I'm home, you know, I'm home, Mm -hmm. may as well wash the bike, but I'm not going to get it. It doesn't take a half a day like like a bike trip would. Right now. I like to take some pride in your shit. That's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you pay if you pay good money to have a nice motorcycle, I'm going to take care of my shit. That's Th- that's yeah, kind of the way I am. So, like, if you ever get into my work truck, I mean, I think there's actually <laughs> like grass growing in the floorboards. Dude, it smells like all a, the it mud. smells like fart and fast food in that. Truck. Yeah, because <laughs> I I never clean it because it's it's I use it for work and. It's like wiping your ass before you poop. It doesn't make sense. You clean it and then it just, it's dirty the next day from, you know, the job site and the mud and all that. So when I get on my motorcycle, I want it to be clean because I ride around in dirty shit all week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I get it. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I spend more time keeping my bike look good than my car. Oh yeah. My no, car's 10 sure. years. My car's 10 years old though. So Fuck, I don't know if they do that by you guys, but here that you can buy like a subscription for a car wash. It's the best yeah. money I've ever spent in my life. I'm not lying because really? I can, I can get, yeah. I get a little sticker on my window. I pay like 17 bucks a month. I can get my car washed every single day if I want to. And so, because we have the, um, you know, salt and everything on the roads in the wintertime. It, yeah. I, in the wintertime, I wash my car four times a week for sure. Dude, if I was to pull my truck up to a car wash, they'd ask me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they would. They would like, no. <laughs> You're going to have just, to go. This is just one of those you just drive your car and put it in neutral and it just brings you along a little thing and cleans your car and dries it and you get out and. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's a super good convenient. deal. Hell, the automatic car wash here might cost you seventeen dollars. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a great deal, and and there's a, I think there's four or five of them in our town now. A couple different couple, a couple of the uh, car what keeps dealerships. The water for freezing. What's that? Why does, what keeps the water from freezing? <laughs> well, in in the inside, in the inside, Tony, the whole car wash is the inside. So you go in this big long tunnel, and then at the end of it, there's a huge dryer. So your car comes out and it's dry. And then in the parking lot, they have little things where you can go and it's a pressurized hose. You can spray out your locks and your door jams. So none of that shit freezes. Hmm. And then if you have a heated garage, like I do, you just pull in the heated garage and your car thaws anyway. So you don't worry about it. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like auto start. Do you guys have auto start on your cars? Nope. No, mine's 10 years old. Like I said, <laughs> oh, dude, you can find that. You can find the biggest piece of shit car in this town and it's going to have an auto start on it because oh, it's, you, you need it up there. Yeah. It's a right, not a privilege. <laughs> Fuck. That, that's Midwest shit right there, dude. I don't know anything about that. No, my next car, my next car will have heated seats, heated steering wheel. It's going to have all the shit. Oh yeah. I will he- say that the, the heated steering wheel is quite pleasant. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's a bomb. Yeah. The heated steering wheel is a bomb. The heated seat, though, sometimes I'm not going to lie. In the middle of the winter, you're driving for a long time. You have the heated seat on, and you don't you forget if you like maybe and your pissed balls your pants. start sweating. Well, you don't know if you actually pissed your pants or if it's just the heated seat. It's you're like balls, oh, ball sweat is what it is. It's like damn, man, it's getting clammy down there. Dude, when it's forty degrees below off. zero, when it's forty degrees below zero, there's no clamminess in your balls. Those things climb up into your abdomen. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and did any of you guys use the Manscaped Weed Whacker yet? I haven't. Is that the nose, the nose, the nose thing? Yeah, I haven't yeah, used it yet. It's, no. it's the nose and ear hair trimmer. Have you oh. tried it, Mary? You have uh, ear hair? You <laughs> don't have nose hair or ear hair? You got nose hair. Everybody's got what? nose hair. She I can't have... really tell what's mustache and what's coming out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Tony has that he has that little connector going on. It's a connector. It's all like it's dreaded together. You know, it's just all one part. Those uh Tony, did you try it yet? No, I have not, but oh, he I needs you though. Whirl. <laughs> he, cuts, he cuts to the floor around his feet and it'd be like three three pounds of fucking hair, hair down there. You'll ne- you'll never breathe the same again, Tony. You'll use that weed no, whacker and you'll be like, whoa. What I haven't been able to breathe like this in 10 years. My O2 <laughs> levels just went up. <laughs> no, no more resistance. No more resistance. <laughs> you just, just slide right on out. It, yeah. They give you a little bit extra stamina when you can get more oxygen, Tony. I know. <laughs> I maybe need to try that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a little boost of energy. I got more oxygen today. <laughs> Mary says she doesn't have nose hair. I'm not buying it. You you keep your shit tight. Closer to the camera so you can see. I don't don't have nose hair. Everybody has nose hair, Mary. Apparently. Well, I'll tell you what. When I started getting older, I developed this fucking bushes in my ears that never (laughs) happened before either. Slack the weeds. Get out the What the fuck is this? (laughs) Got like this fucking stray hair growing out of my ear. It's like, Jesus. My fucking ears have foliage. (laughs) I know. It's like that old lady that has the hair growing out of her mole. <laughs> you know? Dude, I just watched Uncle Buck last night. Throws <laughs> that quarter at that principal. Here, go downtown and have a rat and all that thing off your face. <laughs> oh God, rest John Candy. He's such a oh. such a comedic genius. Flipping the flipping the pancake with the snow shovel is fucking great. <laughs> One of the best parts when he punched the clown in the nose. Oh yeah. Get in your Dude, mouse. Get out of here. Tony, that video that you sent me, that is on point for wintertime snow shoveling. That was that's for real. I was laughing my ass off at that. Guys, that was on point. Just so what I sent Ryan, it's a YouTube guy. His name is You Betcha. And it's all he lives, I guess, I don't know, Wisconsin, somewhere up north. And he does some of the funniest shit that I've ever seen. 
I've Tony been watching a all of it. video and it's on point. I mean, it's exactly, it's exactly what you feel like when you go out and shovel. I, I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, this is so true. <laughs> He's always drinking Bush light. Whenever he opens one up, he goes Bush. <laughs> when he opens he, even if he was laying on the ground, Tony, yeah. he shoveled, he's laying there, pulls a can out of the, laying in the face down in the snow, opens up, bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was really No, it's, it's, it's a pretty good channel. I've, I've been binge watching the shit out of his stuff. He does the five stages of pumping gas. You know, it's all this five stages of a hangover, oh. day drinking. You know what I mean? That's funny. Well, we got to talk about FDBM. We're, what would he, 29 days out from FDBM, right? We are 29 days out. It is uh, it is closing in quick, and it looks like while it's not going to be completely COVID-free because it's, you know, shit spiking everywhere, but it seems like it's going to happen, All right, which is good. So what do we got on deck? What do we got on deck for this uh, for this event? Well, we got uh, the meet and greet uh, Friday at Bluegrass Harley Davidson. I think that's starting at four. It's either four or five. I'll have to double check that. Uh, so we're doing a meet and greet there for a few hours for everybody that's coming in on Friday. Uh, Saturday is the actual event. That's going to be going from noon to four. But like I said, if we run over there, it's no big deal because uh, it's a and huge place. Fair. That is at Kingfish down on uh, Zorn and River Road for people that want to look it up on the map zorn avenue and river road it's about five miles outside of downtown louisville right on the ohio river i remember everybody the dates are september 3rd through 5th yes and then we will be doing a ride uh sunday i think we're gonna have two groups uh we're gonna take a ride through bourbon country check out castle and key distillery and woodford reserve and it should be a really cool ride down through there. It's a lot of fun. We're going to have two groups. We're going to have uh, some of the roads are windy and twisty and hilly. So we're going to have one group go that way. And if you're not comfortable with that, we're going to have another group that it's a little, uh, I'm not going to say easier, but it's straighter. You know what I mean? The scenery is just as good. It's still a, a, a nice ride, but if you're not comfortable with a lot of uh, twisty roads and up and down hills and, no shoulder thing. no shoulders that's <laughs> the big thing and a hundred foot drop on your right yeah there's no shoulders or uh like guardrails so if you go off the shoulder of the road you're in for a real ride <laughs> you know it's uh so yeah we'll have all the information on the rides friday and saturday for people to sign up there will be sign ups because there is a limited number that can go so and just be honest with your riding ability when you sign up for either, you know, the twistier one or the, or the, the, the less technical one, let's say, um, just be at ride with your, you know, be honest with your ride ability because there's no egos here. You know, this isn't a, this isn't a race to the finish and, uh, none of us really give a shit how good you are or, or anything about riding. So you don't need to, you know, we're not trying to, uh, this isn't a dick measuring contest. No, not um, at all. And that's, that's the end of the night, Saturday night. So um that's that's when we'll do the dick measuring dick measuring then <laughs> yeah. yeah and the, the ride uh on sunday like the courier ride it is going to be a single file deal there's no staggered line it we're going to have to be in single file because mm -hmm. it's it's narrow in spots there are some one lane bridges we have to contend with also so it's a uh, 
you know, and it's not going to be fast. So if you want to burn through the twisties, you're on the wrong ride because that's not going to happen. We're, we just want to keep everybody safe. And like Ryan said, just be honest with your skill level. And if you're not comfortable, there's another route we can go. And we would encourage everybody to visit, visit White Castle while you're there. Yes. And, uh, you know, plan, you know, come Friday night so that you can be at the meet and greet and you can plan rides for Saturday morning with some of the other people that are there. We would really encourage you guys. This is a great time for fellowship meeting, you know, some of your friends across the country that you don't know or have only talked to on Instagram. Um, it's a great opportunity to meet some of those people and and plan some of your own rides around around the event that we have there because the countryside is absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, it's really and if you're interested downtown, I mean, from the event Saturday, you're only 10 minutes from downtown, which is Louisville slugger uh, museums down there. And they also have their own bourbon trail downtown on main street, which is angels envy Woodford reserve, not Woodford reserve. I'm sorry. It's angels envy old Forrester. Uh, there was a Mickner's if you all are familiar with that one, but there's yeah. like six, six distilleries down main street that, Nice. If you guys are into that, you can go down there and, and check it out. And if you have your scuba diving license, legend is, is that Muhammad Ali threw his gold medal from the Olympics off the bridge down there in the Ohio river. So you feel, feel free to, uh, to dive in and see if you can find it. I'm There's sure. There's also the Muhammad Ali museum downtown too. It's all like right in that little area. It, you could actually, you're supposed to walk it down main street, but everything's there. If you all want to check that out. Like I said, it's only like five minutes 15 minutes from the venue. There you go. And there's a fuckload of horses. Fuckload of horses. We're going to see a lot of horses on the ride Saturday, Sunday, rather. A lot, lot of horses. Also, everybody that is coming to the event on Saturday, we're going to be giving away a bunch of shit. We have a bunch of shit. Lots of companies that have agreed to sponsor the event by giving us stuff to give away. So when you come to the meetup, let us know you're there. We'll like have you draw a number and you'll, you'll get something free to take home. We got white, white castle gift cards out the wazoo. We got stuff from what? Kiriakin. Kiriakin. No, uh, no, not Kiriakin. Viking. Is it Viking? No, bags. Yeah. Yeah. F11 top coat. They're giving away a, a cleaning kit. We have and stuff from Odin, I think. Odin. yeah. We got a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we would only ask that you guys do one thing for us is that if you have social media, Facebook, Instagram, that you take a picture of what you got, you tag FDB, you tag the company that we got, and just thank them for sponsoring our event. There you go. Yeah. And, and maybe at the meet and greet, we might have some White Castles, just if you guys have never had one, we may oh, have yeah. a couple there. Go ahead and get them that night and get them out of your system so you yeah. can log the next day. Exactly. Yeah, and I hear White Castle has a hell of a breakfast, too. They have a tasty fucking breakfast, I might add. It's very tasty. So, Mary, you haven't had a fresh White Castle. I have not. I am well, the only one in the group now, I think, that has not had a well, White Castle. Well, in 29 days, you're going to have one. You damn right I am. I tell you what, I'm going to kick some chicken sandwiches ass this time. Because <laughs> Dustin and I, I mean, the cheeseburgers are good, but those chicken sandwiches are delicious. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kick some of those as ass. 
for sure. You're going to be behind Ryan. He's going to be farting feathers. <laughs> as we're I might. Down the road. I might. I don't know. I must have chicken a, sandwiches. I must have a good constitution because that did nothing to me. And we, Dustin and we I had, had beer. one. We had beer that day. I had a slider and a chicken sandwich and a cheesecake and you, beer that day. You and had I shit like a, a normal person. Let, let, let me, let, let me, you had a slider. Yeah, I, I did one slider. I, I had it's a like slider. One fucking Lay's potato chip. <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> uh, you got to at least eat four. So, well, all right. Well, I'm telling you, I've challenge const- accepted. Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got a constitution that's gonna that, that I'm, that's gonna challenge your uh, your your you know explosive diarrhea. So I'm gonna say that, and you're gonna look at Ryan, and you're like, "Where'd Ryan go? I don't know. He's gone." <laughs> he went into bluegrass to, to blow ass. <laughs> He's all yep. fucked up. Yep. Bluegrass like stock a- up on toilet paper. We're gonna have crave packs there. Oh yeah, don't get that John Wayne paper. No. <laughs> Nobody look, likes. It looks like I will yet. have a bike to bring too. It's looking that way. I'm so excited. That is good. Yeah. They're so, just waiting, yeah. waiting on. They're just waiting on uh, some saddlebag parts. I think even even if even if not, you know, if that's not ready in time, I don't I don't need it to come to the meetup as long as it's rideable. Everything you load else up is that yeah. one side, that one saddlebag, and just drive hey. riding circles the whole time. I, I, I've done it before, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You had that fucker fly off on you mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Huh. So Mary, what the, the, the same fucking bag gets damaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. maybe you should just take the bags off. They're obviously that one. Well, they, they say they saved a lot of the other bikes, so I'll probably keep them on. That's good. So Mary, what's your plan for FDBM? I am trailering because it is such a long drive. Um, so I have a truck at my disposal with a, an enclosed trailer. That will hold two motorcycles. And I have a girlfriend of mine that is planning on riding up there with me. So I'm not riding by myself. And she's going to hang out with me that weekend. And you guys will get to meet her. She is a motorcycle rider herself. Um, free spirit and a badass. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun trip. Cool, and I can't man. wait to meet all of you guys and all of the fans and people that I've talked to on Instagram for years now. and. It's just gonna be a good time. It is. It is gonna be a good time. I'm getting. I'm starting to get excited. Me it's, too. It's getting <laughs> close. Yeah. I just hope. Uh, I just hope it doesn't rain. That's our yes. only. That's our only hiccup. But yeah, it, we'll be all right. Hopefully, it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. And this time of year, if it does rain, usually it's a quick one. It's not an all day thing. Yeah. Fuck, when Dustin came here, we were dodging fucking rain the entire weekend. Yep. Don't say rain. Mm-mm. What if it's purple rain? <laughs> that little purple bastard. I listen to him all the time. Sweet. <laughs> there was just a new album put out. Did you see what? that? Oh, yeah, yeah they, I, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, they got in his, they, supposedly he has, he had a room full of unreleased no. Did you did you I see mean, Tony that doc- of shit. Did, yeah did you see that documentary on on him about what was in his catalog? No, I they didn't said see if, they said if they released one album a year with what was it one album a year with the average length of albums like thirteen songs on it yeah 
they could release an album a year for 80 years. Holy he has that much yeah. recorded music in his library of stuff that's unreleased. Unreleased that's never been heard of. That's never been heard that they could release one album a year for 80 years. Wow. Yeah, it's something go. that little purple bastard was busy. Yeah. And like so much of it is just him, like him playing all the instruments, all the vocals, everything. It's mm. crazy. Yeah, I gotta have to listen to that new album. I haven't done it yet. I have to get that on Apple. <laughs> I do. Prince fan. I like, I like Prince, damn it. I, I like Prince too. I I I'm I I have a problem though because I stopped like in the nineties, so I didn't get past you know, the stuff that he put out in the, in the late nineties that then I was done. I, I haven't been able to, I never got into any of his stuff that he did recently or before he died. When he was just a symbol. Yeah. Well, his, his news, his old <laughs> stuff artist, was formerly known as Prince. He yeah. Was his just, his, his he was old stuff was symbol. really good. Agreed. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode of five dirty bikers podcast. Let us know what you do to keep your shit tight. And if you have any suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> For our it's not White Castles. Oh. I'll tell you that. It's not tight after that. Be a metaphor for life. Yeah. There you go. If you have any suggestions about security for your motorcycle, please join us on Discord. It's fucking free. Get over there. Fucking go to the website, iDirtyBackers.com. Go to the link on the homepage. That'll take you right to Discord. It is full free. And, we're, and also at the 5 you can check out all the info for FDBM coming up. Yep. Yep. And thanks to our patrons. We love you guys. Absolutely. Thank you, patrons. Till next time, keep it dirty.